Blog Talk Radio. Jonathan 
the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, the king shouted. Your servant, he replied. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your your grandfather, Saul. And you will always eat at my table. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, What is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? Then the king summoned Ziba, Saul's servant, and said to him, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops so that your master's grandson may be provided for. And Mephibosheth, grandson of your master, will always eat at my table. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Then Ziba said to the king, Your servant will do whatever my lord the king commands his servant to do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son named Micah, and all the members of Ziba's household were servants of Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem, that is the city of peace, because he always ate at the king's table, and he was crippled in both feet. Now, unquote. This is a beautiful, very powerful passage. And I would like for you to keep in mind that David is a type of Jesus. He is a type of Jesus. David is the type for a type of Jesus. And Jesus showed himself to be the greater David. Jesus is the greater David. And please note in verse 1, we have the doctrine of blessing by association. David asked, Is there anyone still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness? That is the grace of God for for Jonathan's sake. That is, show kindness for the sake of another. This is blessing by association. And you see this very powerful doctrine, this wonderful doctrine uh, throughout the Old Testament. And also, it is implied in the New Testament in our relationship with Jesus. And so, we have the king asking, is there someone left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness? And then there is a servant in Ziba whose name means statue, statue. And the king summoned Ziba and he asked, is there no one, verse 3, still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness? This king is wonderful. He He is so full of the Spirit of God. His heart is so directed toward God. He is so immersed and he is so blessed that he wants to bless others. David is a wonderful king. And so Ziba said to the king, 
There is still a son of Jonathan. He is crippled in both feet. Just think of that. Someone <clears throat> who would introduce someone by a supposed affliction. He is crippled in both feet. This was David's introduction to Mephibosheth. And not only that, the king asked, well, where is he? And Ziba answered and said, he is at the house of Mekir, son of Emil in Lodabar. And now here's the summary of where Mephibosheth is. So he is at the house of Mekir. The word Mekir means sold. And Lodabar means not a pasture or no pasture. That is, there is nothing there that brings satisfaction or wholeness or completeness. He is in a place of want. He is lacking in grace and sustenance. He is in a place of no pasture. He is in a dystopian environment. So the king wanted to know where he was and this Mephibosheth was subsequently brought before the king. And when the king saw Mephibosheth, he shouted, Mephibosheth, at the end of verse 6. And Mephibosheth's name means exterminating the idol, exterminating or eradicating or getting rid of the idol. The king is excited in meeting Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth didn't look to see, uh, the king didn't look to see if Mephibosheth was lame in both feet. He wanted Mephibosheth in his presence so that he could bless him. And so the king reassures Mephibosheth by saying, don't be afraid or fear not. For I will surely show you kindness. Again, the doctrine of blessing by association. For I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. So this is grace. This is God's unmerited favor. This is grace. Then the king says, I will restore to you. I will restore to you. And we are saved, and you and I are saved. We are taken, we are taken out of make here, sold into sin, sold into bondage. We are taken out of low debar, not a pastor. That is a place of no completeness. And we have a home with the greater David. That is our Jesus. Jesus says to you and I, I will surely show you kindness. For by grace you are saved. And it is a gift of God, where Paul not works out in lest any man should boast. I will restore, Book of Job, I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten away. If you lived in Lodabar and you know you have, and I have too, and you know the locusts have eaten away everything of value in your life, Jesus, the word of God says, I will restore to you what the locusts have taken away. God restores. 
God gives, God reveals. God says, look, I will restore it. Notice the I wills. I will surely, I will restore. These are the divine I wills. I will restore to you all that belong to your grand grandfather Saul, and you always eat at my table. Psalm 23, David says, Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of mine enemies. Fellowship is astounded by grace. Verse 8, he bowed his head, he bowed down and said, what, what is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? God notices us. God has given you notice that he loves you, that he has a life for you. A life of fullness and completeness. God has delivered you from the land of soul to make sure. He wants you delivered from drugs and needles. He wants you delivered from pornography. He wants you to deliver to deliver you from lies. He wants to deliver you from those affairs and all relationships that will ruin your life. God wants you whole and complete. God doesn't want you to live a lie. God wants you to show you his grace and his love through Christ Jesus. And yes, sin made you and I lame in both feet. But guess what? He restores us. And notice in verse 13, and Mephibosheth lives in Jerusalem, that is the city of peace. When you and I are saved, we have peace with God, and then we have, we receive God's uh, we, we have the peace of God through salvation, and we have God's peace, his rest, his wholeness, his completeness. And Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem because he always ate at the king's table, and he was crippled in both feet. Remember God's goodness and his grace in your life and what God has done for you. Jesus saves us from a place of no pasture, and he has delivered us into a place of wholeness. Good afternoon. Good morning. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.